Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, it's 29th of April. Summertime is upon our doorstep. I'm bringing with it sunbathing, ice cream, and tight Speedo shorts. But just what are the best garments to wear this summer? Join me as I be going through 10 of the best items of clothing to be worn this summertime which is just around the corner. Plus, I'll be taking a deep dive inside the world of muscle men, mainly Jay Cutler, but I'll also be looking at Arnie and other different people like that. Anyways, all that and more coming up on this week's podcast. But first, a message from our sponsors. I want to give a big shout out to everyone on Patreon who's been supporting this podcast from the very beginning. Thank or you. Or who just jumped on. Thank you very much. Really do appreciate it. And thanks for everything. Thank you very much. And to Golden Big Jam Buns for the support. Your lovely, delicious jam buns continue to rock my world. Deli fresh taste from your own freezer. Very tasty. Fact of the day. Lady Gaga's real name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germata. Her stage name comes from Queen Song Radio Gaga. Her main nicknames are Gagaloo, Loopy, Mother Monster, Rabbit Teeth and Little Mermaid. She is 35 years old and was born on March 28, 1986. That's all for Lady Gaga. Welcome to this week's podcast. Hope you're keeping well, everybody. Just going to take a sip of my green tea here. Oh, God. Needed that. Gone very dry these days. Um, It's been very dry these days now. And today was no different than most of the days recently. It, uh, Although there was a lot of clouds there as well. And they're kind of annoying because when it comes to clouds, you don't, you can't really prepare for them. You could be outside in a pair of shorts. All of a sudden, a cloud gets in the way and you're like, fuck's sake, man. Now I've got to go inside and get a jacket. Go inside, get a jacket, come outside again, the cloud's gone. It's like so confusing. So today was one of those days where I had a pair of shorts on in the morning and then by the evening time I was dressed in a pair of Wrangler jeans and no place to go, says you. Um, I think it comes down to this. Last night I had a very bad sleep. I had about six hours sleep and I need about nine to get me going. Twelve is prime, but nine is good. But I can't do anything with six hours sleep. I can't. People talk to me, don't hear it. My brain won't think of numbers. My brain won't think of names. And so today I spent the whole day just yawning, falling around the place, making a fool of myself in front of people I respect, all because I didn't get proper night's sleep. And a proper night's sleep is very important. Um, My problem was that before I went to bed last night, I said to myself, around 12, I said, just do a bit of scrolling here now on the phone. And two hours later, guess what I was watching. I'm not even going to tell you because it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Anyways, I'm getting into the gardening. I started reading Amateur Gardener there this week, trying to learn about gardens because I want to grow veg for the inevitable apocalyptic times. Apocalyptic times. They're about about 10 years away. About 10 years until everyone's going, listen, get to the fucking moon because people aren't sticking around here. and Everyone's getting off planet Earth. For some reason, I do not know. But until then, anyways, I'm reading Amateur Gardener and it's a great magazine full of lovely tips and um, teaching me about what, what I can grow because I should know this. I should know what to grow from the ground. I come from the ground. I am the ground. How come I don't know nothing? How come I can't even grow a couple of tomatoes or spuds? What happens when Micheál Martin pulls the plug and he says, fight for yourselves and I'm down here in the west of Ireland? Not a clue how to even fucking grow a spud. So I've taken it upon myself to figure all that stuff out. And uh, very excited. Very excited indeed. I called up a fella recently and I said to him, um, I'd like to get a polytunnel. And he goes, what is it you're growing? Tomatoes, blueberries, strawberries. I said, oh yeah, all that stuff. All the good stuff. And more. I said, I'm going to grow everything. And he gave me a good tip. He said, you got to grow it north to south. Because it's something to do with the way the sun hits it. So now I've got to figure out if I'm living north or south or east. You know the way, you know the way someone says to you, so what direction are you 
facing? I don't know what direction I'm facing. These people that go around knowing where north, south, east and west are. People are fucking mental. I'll tell you how I figure out which direction I'm facing. I always have to go through the chili pepper song. The sun may rise in the east, at least it's settled in a final location. So it, settled, it sets in the east. So then it's like, okay, so where did it come from? And you follow its way back and then you have the west. And that's where Mayo is by. And that's where I am tonight. Anyways, um... I'm not going to lie to you, I've been eating a lot of jambons recently, and also Indian food. And I wanted to talk a small bit about the food that I like. Maybe you can tell me the food that you like, and we can discuss and swap ideas. Because I love food, I love eating food. In fact, I'm only after having two slices of bread with a bit of butter on it. Anyways, my top three foods, Indian, Mexican, Italian. Love them. Start off with the Italian. Um, what's, what are they called? Bolognese, spaghetti, chicken, Kiev, chips fish sausages it's all italian pizza chips i love that food it's just delicious probably have that food i would say a third of my life and mexican food the next number two in the list spicy tasty burritos sauces um hot a burrito i said burrito um what else you got you got other like loads there's loads going on enchiladas chips um no that's italian um you know what i mean anyways they got loads of different food over there that's why i love that food and i love a bit of spiciness i like when you're eating food and you're just two seconds away from completely breaking down into a pool of tears but you don't crack that's the level i want to get to when i'm eating my food henceforth why indian food comes in at number one well if you've never had a korma in town you've never had a korma because it's delicious it's i don't know if it's nutritious but it tastes good and that's half the battle that's why the indian they're going top of the list of the food with an honorable mention for uh thai food is nice used to be a place in galway where myself and the boys we'd go every day after the session we'd go down there to Limograss in spanish arch and we'd meet up and we're like what, what happened what happened what happened last night what was that about none of us would remember what happened we'd be all like half cut and eyes glazed over you know because we would have been on a mad session because we're lads and we'd meet up the next day and we'd order all order a load of food and you know we'd always go for half and half we'd get half rice half chips because we knew that we'd get a better deal that way there's a bit of a synergy to that because when they give you the chips they tend to give you a nice few chips it's more than half and it's the same with the rice and you're kind of getting bang for your buck but anyways that's the Thai food the Japanese food as well I like a bit of sushi not gonna lie to you I like a bit of sushi I like a bit of seaweed I like that raw fish I like the rice that tastes like vinegar. Oh, it's delicious. It just sounds lovely talking about it now. I like the, um, well, it's the soy sauce is lovely. Don't like the spicy stuff. You know, that hot stuff. Jalapeno, I think it could be. Don't like it. It's too, tear the arse off you, so it would. No good. No, get rid of it. Keep the ginger there. Brilliant. But get rid of the other stuff, okay? Thanks. No, but seriously, when, when someone, someone ever asks me for Irish cuisine, I'm like, um, well, stew is Irish. And they're like, is it, is that, what, how do you make? I was like, oh, you put a lot of stuff into a, like a pan. You put that pan then in the oven and then you stick it on full blast. Oh, I think that we have the same thing in our country. No, you don't. That's ours. Next question. Did you ever get a shiver down your spine? You were reminded of something bad. Happened to me during the week. I'll tell you what happened to me now. I was looking for me passport during the week. Couldn't find it for love nor money. And as I was looking for it, I got a shiver down my spine. And that shiver came from a memory that I had the last time I lost my passport. And I don't know if I've told you this, but there was a... Uh, you know, you could fly from Knock to Faro. And you could do that flight for 10 euro. And that, well, you know, it was the cheapest chips, 10 euro to go to fucking Portugal. So I went over and I was to Faro in Portugal. Now that's where everyone goes praying and people are big into the religion and all that stuff there. That's sound. But you can go to Faro, get in a car and you can head off somewhere else. But anyways, to cut a long story short, I was staying in two different Airbnbs. One for three days and then another one for three days. And when I went into the first Airbnb, I thought to myself, I'll hide my passport here now in a shelf or behind a bookcase or under something. 
just so no one will ever find it and it'll be safe. So I will not lose my passport when I'm on the road. And I just go into full Navy SEAL mode and I start hiding stuff because I feel like I don't want to be robbed. No one was out to rob me anyways, but I had this paranoia in my head. Anyways, cut to a long story short, the day before I was going to the airport, I uh, couldn't find my passport. I was like, where the fuck is my passport? You know, at the end of a holiday, you're meant to be feeling nostalgic and excited and rejuvenated. I was stressed as fuck and I was all burnt, sunburnt. And uh, I was looking around for my passport, couldn't find it for love nor money. And I was pulling up cushions and tearing books and taking my socks off and opening my pants 10 times in a row. Could find them. And I thought to myself, right now, I'm stuck here now. I'm going to have to get a new passport somewhere. So I called the Irish Embassy. They were closed. So I was stuck in the lurch here in Portugal, sunburnt. And uh, I called around. And anyways, the place I was in at that time, the Wi-Fi was terrible. So I could just about make calls to people to ask them if they'd seen my passport. People that I'd met along the travels. And uh, anyways, I went, I called the last fella that I was staying with in the Airbnb. And when I called him up, I said, did you see a passport there anywhere? Miguel, which is what his name was. And he said, no, I didn't. No, I didn't see any. I was like, are you sure? He goes, well, I'm going to go up to the room now. I'm going to have a look. So he went up to the room anyways, looked around all the different places. He goes, no, 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 there's nothing here. I can't see anything. And I said to him, oh, fuck's sake. And I, I think he thought I was hinting at him to let me go back to the Airbnb for free. So he just goes to me, I can't do anything for you. And I was thinking, yeah, you really fucking let me down now, didn't you? Stuck out here now in Portugal. I'm going to have to learn Portuguese. I'm going to have to completely forget about my Irish upbringing. Start cheering for Ronaldo. And, uh... Anyways, to cut a long story short, the next day I got a call. We found your passport. So I drove to get it and uh, thankfully I didn't miss my flight. I was very tight though, very tight. But that's how I felt today. I couldn't find it. Anyways, I did. But that was the shiver that I got down my spine. Did you ever get a shiver down your spine yourself? Now, before we get down to the meat and veg of the podcast, I wanted to ask you a question. Why is it that we pick and choose which spiders we kill and which we don't? Why do some spiders get away with not being killed and some just get murdered straight on on, on in in full daylight you don't give a shit about them why is that well there's a bit of science out there and it's saying that most people keep sexy spiders in their house and kill the ugly ones what is that all about it seems like for some reason psychologically they don't really understand it quite yet but when you see for example uh, a butterfly you look at the butterfly and you go oh it's a lovely butterfly it's beautiful it's cute it's got lovely colors it's you know it seems like it's in a good mood and you leave it there and you let it do it you let it do its thing right now if you see a moth in the house you're like get the fuck out of my house you prick get out i don't want you in this house don't ever see you again and yet probably what they're doing is no worse than what the butterfly is doing but why do we go for the butterfly because as i said they're much more upbeat they're much more positive they got beautiful colors and uh I just think that it's it's a huge undersight that we need to look into. Um, slugs get a ver- very bad time of it, even though I can understand that, though, because they are really disgusting. There's no need to be going around like that just with a layer of grease or whatever that is. It's just absolutely, I don't know, I don't like it one bit. Um, wasps are all right. So they can be very annoying if you're outside and you're just having a cup of tea and this wasp pulls up and he's looking to sting someone. I don't really like that. That's the bit of an attitude problem with them. Um... Ladybirds, I don't mind them. Yeah, they're cute. Let them do their own thing. They don't not bother me. Worms, no, cut, take them or leave them. When I see a chicken eating a worm, I'm like, good for you. Get rid of them. Don't like them. Um, You know what I'll tell you, though? I'm glad they're not dangerous. I don't know how anyone, and big shout out to anyone that lives in Australia, but I don't know how you live out there. With all the insects that are out there going around do, doing a number on people, from frogs to fucking stingrays to crocodiles. I know there's no bears there, but still, even places with bears, I don't know how people deal with that. I don't want to be in a forest with a bear, thank you very much. I just want to chill. I, want to, I don't want to be smoking a rolly against a tree and if this bear comes out of nowhere and goes, I'm going to fucking do you. I don't want that. 
But anyways, we're not talking about bears, we're talking about insects. And it's funny that the science has proven that we keep the more beautiful insects. We don't want, we don't want to murder them because we want to live in a world with uh, insects we fancy, maybe. I don't know. Um, just to put one other note on that, by the way. You know what you don't see anymore? You don't see frogs anymore. When I was younger, there'd be frogs everywhere. You'd see them every single day of the summer, at least. Sometimes you'd see them in spring. But nowadays, I haven't seen one so far. And I'll be happy and lucky to see one by the end of the summer. That's a fact. So someone's either stolen the frogs or global warming is not talking about them. And it's talking about the bees. Why? Because bees are more photogenic. Now we're about to get down into the main part of the podcast. But first, quickly wanted to mention a subreddit called NoFap. And it's about lads who are um, trying to give up watching pornography. And getting caught up in that trap. And uh, did you ever hear about this This website? It's called NoFap. Oh no, sorry. It's a subreddit called NoFap. And there's people on there that claim that you get superpowers if you don't watch pornography. And you stay away from yourself. And I'm currently doing that. And I feel great. Um, I feel more confident. I feel like my eye contact is through the roof. And I feel like I've got a better uh, a better outlook on life. And and as Joe Rogan would say, I could find I can find my words um find my words easier. Just co- co- they just come to me like that. Welcome to topic one. And this is the best garments to wear this summer. The top ten items of clothing to wear this summer. And uh, because we're hoping now there's going to be a nice bit of sun around the corner. Something to look forward to. And what better way to enjoy the sun than to be dressed for the sun. And we're going to start off with a sleeveless t-shirt. So does anyone out there wear a sleeveless t-shirt? Do you wear it around summertime? Do you show off your biceps? Do you show off your arms? Why do you do that? Because nobody likes them. Don't wear them any bo- anymore. Unbuttoned shirt. Yeah, people do that. They show off their chest when it's warm. And also it's good to aerate the body as well. Men and women. Okay. Shorts. Yes, we've all worn shorts in summertime. We know what they're about. You can have short shorts or you can just have regular shorts. You can have tight shorts. You can have loose shorts. But people wear shorts. It's the most common item of clothing, I would say, for the summertime. Um, hot pants. Mostly see women wearing these. Sometimes you see lads wearing them. But uh, people wear them. Especially in summertime. They're not so warm. Nice pair of denim shorts. Cut them really nice and tight. Shake them on you. And you dance the night away and have great crack. Sandals. They're a big summer, summer shoe. I would say that the most popular summer shoe. Very highly respected. Uh, they work in every country in the world when it's hot. And um, really do recommend them. Uh, let me see. Speedos. They're coming in here at number seven. And you know. I would not be seen dead in a pair of Speedos. And that's just me. And you can show me all the pictures you want in the world of these Italian men trying to sell me black leather Speedo pants. No, 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 that's not going to happen. I'm not going to the beach in a pair of tight Speedos. Everyone can look at my package, okay? you got to pay for that in OnlyFans. I'm only up in the crack anyway. And uh, the final item of clothing is three-quarter in shorts. Now, people who wear these in public need help. Because three-quarter length shorts, they just should not exist. Um, as I said, I find Speedos sick. I still haven't forgotten about these two people I saw, by the way, on a beach in Faro. Sexy couple, bollock naked. Well, they were close to bollock naked. They had a couple items close on, but they were giving the whole game away. And they were wandering across the beach and, you know, the two of them was confident as you like, showing off all their bits and bobs. And the rest of us were looking at them. Everyone on the beach was looking. So don't point fingers at me. And I just appreciated their um, the confidence, you know. And he, he came out of the beach and he had a tiny, tiny pair of Speedos and they were really, they were as good as a G-string for the way they were wrapped around him. And it was, you know, it was, I was like, this is, that's a lot there now to take in, you know. So he ended up putting a towel over himself. But anyways, I didn't like it. It made me feel bad. I don't want him to do it again. 
Summertime is exciting as well because uh, it's that time of the year where you can put away all the big jackets and take down all the nice summer clothes. And it's nice to be outside. The evenings are longer now, so people are kind of they're kind of feeling the pinch again. They're like, you know what? This is fucking class, brilliant. Let's. And then before you know it, then it's the middle of summer and it's so warm and everyone is in great form and people are talking to each other. It's like, oh my god, no way! You see, you that fucking band, fucking cigarettes, fucking alcohol, fucking wee. You're down at the beach. You're kissing someone. It's great times and you're getting really into it and then before you know it it's fucking december again man it's only sunny for two days two hours of the day but you're stuck inside because it's too wet to go outside but that's not now that's that's coming up in a few months time right now summer brilliant let's enjoy that now let's get deep inside the world of power lifters body lifters weightlifters muscle men muscle women some people are very much into it some people don't like it i love it I'm a big fan of Ronnie Coleman, big fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, big fan of Jay Cutler, who would have been a hero of mine. And uh, for those of you that don't know Jay Cutler, I'm going to go through some of the information about him here. He's a bodybuilder and he won Mr. Olympia four times, 2006, 2007, 2009, 2010. And he's 47 years of age, of course, born in Massachusetts, five foot ten, and he's an absolute weapon of a man. He's huge, he's muscular, he's strong. He's, uh, what else can I say about him? He loves lifting weights. What more do you want to know? Go on to YouTube, type in Jay Cutler, lifting weights. Promise you, you'll be a different person when you come back. He's, he's a, you know those people that you see at the front of the stage and they're showing their body off and they're wearing really tight speedos, a bit like the other lads. He's one of those fellas. And sometimes you'll see him talking to Aaron Schwarzenegger and the two of them. Obviously great pals, they've obviously been through similar situations. And that's what you do when you're, you're bodybuilding. You hang out with other people, other muscle men. And uh, Jay Cutler's no more than Ronnie Coleman. Hero of mine, these lads could lift weights. But the difference between him and Ronnie Coleman was, I actually don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know, I don't know the difference. But what I do know is that the world's strongest man, who isn't Pudzianowski at the moment, but he was the best. Vladimir Pudzianowski, Polish powerhouse. He got into MMA, a very big man. That's, that's strength. If you want to talk, what's the strongest man in the world, okay? And you're thinking, maybe it's Jay Cutler, maybe because he's huge. and Maybe it's Arnie because he's huge. No, 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 no. Start again. Would it be rugby players? No, 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 no. Would it be Francis Ngannou? No, no, definitely not. Who, Who is it? I'm after telling you, it's Pudzianowski. You're not listening to me. Why do you think that we like to show off our muscles? Why do we, you know, I used to be fascinated with getting my biceps in good shape. Wearing tight t-shirts, standing at the bar, so people could see it, men and women. I wanted to display myself to the people. I used to go to the gym five times a week. I used to take Cyclone, which is like protein and creatine, in the one fucking tub. No need to, no need to even bother buying two separate ones. It was one in the one tub. You take away a bit of water, and I got. There was one summer I was living in Galway, and I was in the best shape of my life. I was walking around Salt Hill with the top off, except for the boo. Two of us had the tops off, and we thought everyone was looking at us, but they weren't. Or maybe they were, but they were doing a very good job hiding it. But what we thought we were the bee's knees because we were in shape. Felt great to have that pump. That's what people are chasing too. You know when you're finishing the gym and you get that pump. And you just, you know, you want to go for a jog or you want to start writing a book or you want to start a podcast. That's the kind of, you know what I mean, that little, that, that pump you get at the end. There's a name for it, I forget the name for it. But it's when your body is just thriving and you're just ripped. And I used to take that psycho and stuff anyways and... Um, I felt the need to use it because in the gym I was in at the time, everyone was really big. Everyone was really big. Even the fellow that worked there was about 90, but he was he was very strong, very lean. There was a Portuguese lad in there, a small lad, but he was huge. 
he was small but he was huge he was only about five foot two but there was one time where he was lifting weights and it must have been a record or something like that because they forced this jacket onto him a weightlifting jacket that not only supports his back but it supports his whole body and he squeezed into that it took him about half an hour they were pulling him down him didn't fit him at all and he went over to the weight bench and he lifted this absolutely atrocious weight so heavy that the bar was bending and he lifted it once and he got back up off the stool they all ripped the top off him again and they gave him a big cheer and this guy he must have hit some more record in that moment i don't know what was going on but he was a scary dude and he was only five foot two but he was a scary dude because he was tough he was built a bit like a fucking shit house and uh there's something about it there's something inspiring about that it's like the greek gods they used to always sculpt these huge greek gods with tiny willies and they reckon the reason why the willies were tiny was because number one they didn't want to make it about the willy they wanted to make it about the body which is what i've said it's always should have been it should never have been about the willy and number two the reason why they actually made it with small willies was because apparently at the time the lads were born with small willies now that's got nothing to do with the gym nothing to do with lifting weights although some people do say if you if you take too many steroids it makes your willy small wrong it makes your balls small big difference you know you don't go into the shop and say can i get a condom for my balls you'd be wrong if you said that you say can i get a condom for my penis please it's the same thing okay so that's don't even want to get into that but these greek gods anyways why did they make them so muscular because people love to look at muscular people they're fascinated by it and it's inspiring and also we were very interested in seeing who the strongest man in the world is or woman because we want to see what's the most a human mind can do a human body can do what they can lift what they can shift what they can move but anyways this uh jay cutler fella he's, he's five foot ten his off-season weight is 132 kg. Competition weight is 118 kg. And uh, he's a big, big, big man. Some of the strongest men in the world, by the way, come from Iceland. The reason why they reckon is because in Iceland, it's so cold that one of the best ways to keep warm over there is to lift really heavy weights. And so it created a culture of huge lads out there that love lifting weights in sheds. And your man, uh, he played the mountain in Game of Thrones. Julius... Johnson, I think his name was. Anyways, there's plenty of money to be made in uh, Mr. Olympia, which is what Jay Cutler, the fellow I'm talking about, he uh, he has won that competition plenty of times. And prize money for that used to be 200 grand to be named number one in Mr. Olympia. And he won that in, I think, 2010 was one of the last times he won it. And uh, $200,000. But that's a lot of dedication. He's in the gym every single day. He, he's watching his proteins when he's eating his food. He can't just go into the kitchen and make himself a sandwich. He's got to be watching his food 24-7. That's the hardest thing about those uh, weightlifters and bodybuilders and all that stuff. Because you have to be watching your diet 24-7. I used to know this one fella. And I'll leave you with this. This one fella who used to go to the gym. And uh, he told me that he broke up with the missus because he was more dedicated to the gym. And not only that, but half hour every morning he'd wake up. And he'd have a creatine shake beside the bed and he'd swallow that down and then he'd go back to bed then for another four hours. Get up, go to the gym, he'd come home, he'd change his clothes, do a bit of weights in the kitchen as he was cooking his dinner. And then he'd go back to the gym again and he was just complete, absolute workhorse. But I seen him and I guided him from being someone who wasn't muscular and strong to someone who was very, very strong. It was all thanks to me. Well, that's it for another week, folks. Thanks very much for joining me. Really do appreciate all the support, as I said, on Patreon. And uh, this Sunday, I'll also be uploading another podcast for an hour. That's just going to be an hour just talking absolute shite. So if you've got anything you want to get off your chest, anything you want to talk about, or anything you want me to talk about, please do let me know. Get in touch with me right here, Instagram or Gmail. It's up to yourself. Besides that, have a lovely weekend, and I'll chat to you soon. Take care, okay? (laughs) 